Hello and welcome. You've tuned into Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm Marco Galbraith, your host, and our podcast is all about personal success and networking. We'll discuss small business tips, health and wellness issues, personal safety tips, financial gain, and a variety of other topics from professionals in the field. And once in a while, we'll throw in our area of expertise, firearm safety and active shooter response for businesses, churches, and schools. So sit back, relax, listen, and learn. Active listening with T4 Tactics. Very, very factual and interesting podcast today for you to listen to. Welcome to T4 Tactics, Active Listening. I'm your host, Marco Galbraith. And back in the uh, late 70s, early 80s, I went to high school with a, a buddy of mine, Kurt McAllister, and he's been living in Ukraine for about five, oh, 10 years. Uh, he works over there, very productive. He's um, He comes from a family in Daytona Beach is where I'm from. Uh, and their family is now celebrating 75 years in business of what they do down there. Excellent. 75 years. Uh, his dad still works there after all that time. Very successful business. So he's uh, Kurt has been married to uh, his lovely wife, Tatiana, for five years. They've got a brand new daughter, but they live in Ukraine. And so I've been talking to him a lot on Facebook Messenger, on the phone, finding out what's really going on over there. And I'm getting ready to call him and we're going to put him on a podcast with him and his wife, Tatiana. And you're going to hear the other side of the story that the media, uh, our Western media, <clears throat> may not be putting out there. So let me give him a shout and, uh, and we'll chat. Hang on. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good. Tatiana, it's Marco. You ready to do this? Yes. Excellent. Okay, so um, tell me a little bit about, um, just a little bit about yourself. We talked earlier, you're from, you were born in um, Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah, I was born in Soviet Union, in Latvia, and after Soviet Union collapsed, we moved to my dad's native city, which is Sumy, which is on the border with Russia. Excellent. Okay. And so tell me a little bit about, as as being born and raised in that region, tell me a little bit about what you see and what you think, what you feel is going on over there. Um, living on the border um, is always, um, now nowadays, it's interesting because you kind of always feel that something can happen. Um uh, especially after 2014, when all this uh, war situation started with Crimea and in Donetsk. Uh, but in fact, uh, as about ordinary people who live their lives there, um, I don't see so much um, panicking and people just live their lives. They got used that something is always going on, that there is this war situation. And uh, every year we have this um, manipulation, this provocation when uh, Putin is making this uh, military practice on the border. And uh, this time it seemed like uh, it's the same thing, but uh, the level of this time is incredible. And it looks like um, this time uh, he, he is playing, how to say, playing hard like trying to manipulate and to get something that he really wants really bad. 
right. uh, and I think that all this thing was planned ahead and uh, he, he was testing you know like how would the um, other countries react when he took Crimea how would uh, the other countries act uh, when this uh, Donetsk thing started and um, um, I think that ordinary people is in my city they just live their life. They understand that they can't influence this process. And if something happens, it happens. And they will not uh, pack uh, their things and leave their homes, their lives, their works, or their belongings just because there is a threat, which happens every year. Right. You know, um, and in Ukraine and the Soviet Union, or Ukraine and Russia, they've had a long grievance, right? I mean, thousand, a thousand years. It's been a long time, right? Or do they get along? Is it what's what's the um, how do how do historical basis? Yeah. How do how do you guys feel about the relationship? Like before this happened, a few months back, how do you feel about the relationship between Ukraine and Russia? Uh, I think that uh, Russia, um, I'm talking not about ordinary people, but about pol politics. I think that uh, politicians in Russia, they always considered Ukraine to be part of their country. Right. And uh, I think even when um, Ukraine got independence, there was still uh, influence uh, of Russian politicians uh, on Ukrainian government. There were just people who were uh, set up uh in a government but who were making everything according to russian politics see and i think that uh that fact that putin can't control uh ukraine as he wants makes him very mad and he takes it i don't know not personally but he takes it as if he wants to bring back this control because ukraine is center of europe it's a very good location it has a lot of potential as a country, it has a lot of resources, it has uh, this geographical position where uh, we have uh, Black Sea uh, and uh, he wants control of that. And by taking Crimea, he found out that uh, he can't control water and electricity, which is not very good, so he wants to control that part. Um, so that's his plan right right yeah i hear you is tell us a little bit about ukraine <clears throat> like the industry um kurt was telling me before you know there's very very beautiful places to see there's a lot of farm there's what amazing places to eat and shop just tell us a little bit about your your hometown i know you guys recently relocated closer to the to the uh border of poland and romania um, I think you're 37 miles away now, just in case things happen. But just tell us briefly about Ukraine. Ukraine is an amazing country. And uh, um, if you come here, you will see uh, that our people, the Ukrainians, they like to live, uh, how to say, in a beautiful manner. We have a lot of cafes, we have a lot of restaurants, uh, a lot of gyms, you know, to... Um, Ukrainians like to dress nicely, it's our culture, women are feminine and uh, our mentality influences our way of life. Right. And uh, if you come, you will see that uh, there is a very uh, beautiful 
historical parts um, like monuments, uh, old architecture. Like now we are in Lviv and it looks like uh, European city. It almost looks to me like Milan in Italy because of this uh, architecture. Um, it's very beautiful country. It has a lot of potential. Right. Our uh, people, Ukrainians, we're very hardworking. And if you want to, I know you got that baby that's getting ready to wake up. If you want to put Kurt on, we'll talk to him. I appreciate your time. I really do. And it's, I think you gave a lot of, well, I know you gave a lot of information that's going to be very, very interesting to people because we hear a different story over here. Our our media um, only puts out what they want us to know. So it's nice. Uh, I appreciate your time. Oh, I think I think every media shows only what we need to know. Right. But the thing is that uh, uh, maybe our polit- politics don't try to make it look like a big dangerous thing to happen because uh, they don't want us to panic. Right. And they don't show it to us like, for example, President of United States. Uh, but. We have what we have. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You do. And, and like you said, I like where you said you don't panic. You just do what you need to do. You live your life. You enjoy life, but you don't panic about it. Uh, and if it happens, you deal with it. That's a good, that's a great outlook to have. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate your time. If you want to put Kurt on, I'll, I'll talk to him and hopefully we'll get it before that beautiful baby wakes up. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so Kurt, now that I've got you on, talk about um, where you guys were. I know you did a 13-hour um, train ride yesterday to kind of get to a better position in case something was. Talk about where you were and then where you are now. Uh, we were in the northeast corner of Ukraine about uh, about 30 minutes to the Russian border, and that's a, that's a town of... Um, Sumy, Ukraine, S-U-M-Y, yeah. Sumy, a very beautiful city, a population of about 350,000, so it's not a small city, right? and that's, that's where we've uh, made our home, and um, Tatiana's parents live there, and she, her grandmother lives there, and uh, she has some other relatives, so we felt um, it was best as this thing started um, heating up a little bit to uh, get to the far west of Ukraine, as far west as we can. Right. So now we've, uh, uh, we just decided as a family to uh, take a, uh, we got the last two plane, uh, plane train tickets actually, so we decided to uh, bring ourselves to the Lviv, Ukraine. Yeah. That's spelled L-V-I-V, and, um, and we're about, uh, you know, maybe uh, 30 miles to the Poland border of Poland. And so if anything was to happen, we really wouldn't be affected here and we would be able to cross into Poland. Um, the United States government has made a, um, an agreement with Poland that the United States citizens would be able to cross with their families and to safety if anything was to happen. Because unfortunately, the first thing that happens when a war breaks out is that all uh, countries that border whatever country that's happening in, they close their borders. Because you can only imagine the people Oh yeah, yeah. It could cause a big, you know, a big problem. So, uh, but we'll be able to do that, and um, so we feel much better now that if something was to happen, we, we would have that opportunity. Yeah, that's that's a good move, and that's a uh, that's a smart move. And I guess commercial flights have been have been changed around a little bit since yesterday. Well, they're talking about, um, and Tatiana had read it today that they were closing 
some of the airports down um, and maybe some of the airspace or all of the airspace the you know what what's happened marco is that the 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 mood has changed a little bit i mean this didn't just happen yesterday this has been going on for what past couple of months and right they've been meeting and meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting and nothing's been accomplished uh united states and nato isn't giving putin what he wants and that's just making him angrier and angrier and i have to give him credit um they're standing firm you know our not to get political but our current um, administration is not the strongest in the world and i feel like it's just my personal opinion that if we had better representation um, in the white house at this present time that putin wouldn't have uh, pulled this maneuver oh absolutely uh, i 100 percent agree with you and i guarantee you 99.9 percent of my listeners will agree with you on that if, yeah, if we had a so if, I, I, yeah for sure i feel like that's what's happened and all this would have been avoided but you know it's like shark in the water you know they smell blood yeah you know and that's what's happened yeah so he i think a lot of it has to do with once again this is my personal opinion when when putin saw our our wonderful uh the way we had on afghanistan right he probably said hey these guys you know they just ain't got their act together that's right we're gonna that's right. So that's just and, my personal opinion. And and let's talk. You and I were talking earlier, <clears throat> off air, um, earlier today about you know our southern border is wide open, but yet you are trying to get your family to safety. You're trying to get Tatiana over here, and they are making you jump through all kinds of hoops. But it it's yeah. it's frustrating because you're trying to do the right thing as an American citizen to get your family to safety. And, you know, if you guys were get to get somehow to the southern border, you could pretty much just walk into the United States. Well, we've joked many times. We just need to buy a plane ticket to Mexico or, yeah. or maybe to, um, you know, outside of Tijuana. And That's right. Just come on into San Diego. It'd be a lot cheaper. And a lot less uh, red tape. But yeah, and yeah, you know that's that's just a that's a whole other story. But it's just incredible um, what what they make us go through. How they're it's it's amazing. It, yeah, and it, it is. It's a, it's another story. Maybe it's another podcast. But when we were talking earlier, it's amazing how they're vetting you. You know, Facebook password and all this. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So it is. tell and, us. You, and, um, Go ahead. You had a conversation with a taxi driver the other day. Uh, you were telling me about tell tell us about that about what how well, he felt about it. Yeah, you know, I I just you know I was going to the basketball game. We have a in the city we live in. There's about five universities, and one of them specializes in medical, one in agriculture. You know, there and actually students come from all over the world to go to the Ukrainian universities because you can go to a medical school. Um, you know, for about 5000 a year and come out of a real doctor. Wow, uh, nice. But anyhow, so I was going to the university basketball game, Sumi State University, and I know the coach, he's friends, and sometimes he'll let me practice with him or help yeah. out. And so um, I was with the taxi driver, and most people don't speak English, or if they do, it's broken English. So I just ask him, you know, what do you think about Putin and the war? And he says, you know, well, we're brothers with Russia you know we have relatives you know we all have family in Russia and Ukraine and we're like brothers it'd be like if you were you know take two states in the south like Alabama and Georgia you got cousins in Georgia and you got grandparents and right. you got family 
and you know you don't want the state of Georgia to hate the state of Alabama or vice versa and that's right. kind of how it is yeah and you know he said that um, you know he personally thought it was politics you hear that word a lot here because it's a political kind of country and um, it's we're in a parliamentary system versus a Republican Democratic so whoever controls Parliament whoever controls the biggest piece of the pie you know gets the most votes but he said it's politics and um, you know he felt like it wasn't going to happen but then again you know who knows and most people in Ukraine think <laughs> you're going to laugh at this but <laughs> they think that Putin has mental problems yeah they well, think that he's lost lost his lost his gourd or lost his mind well that, that seems to be that seems to be par for the course for leaders now of of Absolutely. powerful countries you know i mean it's funny because we don't we don't really hear that over here that Putin is uh, is lost his marbles, Definitely but not stable. <laughs> lost his marbles. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, maybe that's just par for the course. You got to be a little bit of cuckoo for cocoa well, puffs. If you look back in history, Hitler Hitler was lost his marbles. That's Stalin right. Lost his marbles. That's right. And don't don't forget Ukraine and a lot of people. And you know, I knew absolutely nothing about Ukraine and Ukrainian history. Yeah, um, I actually thought the first time I came over here ten years ago, Ukraine was a city in Russia. I, ha I had no idea. I yeah. came on a volunteer volunteer trip with a group out of Arizona to do some uh, stuff in the uh, in the uh, orphanages, and I really enjoyed it. So I I would come summer, I would come winter, you know, and spend a spend a month or so or two, and that kind of got me hooked on the country, the people. The people are friendly. Um, you know, they're very family-oriented. It's a very conservative nation, um, you know, and I really enjoyed the country, and I enjoyed the people, so mm -hmm. I would continue to come back. And we would do some basketball camps and go into some of the areas. And if you, it's a funny thing. If you come here and if you're from America or maybe from another English-speaking country, I mean, you're actually treated very, very, very kindly. And uh, it was a funny thing. Tonight we went into a restaurant and, cafe and they met us at the door uh, we need your vaccine certificate the minute i opened my mouth and said here I'll, I'll get that you know let me oh no we don't need it because they heard i was from america wow so, so funny thing that yeah we, we really hold the cloud over here which which makes you feel kind of good but yeah you know don't forget america's a very good friend to ukraine right now i mean they've sent more military equipment they're they're kind of sticking up for them that's right i'm kind of i'm really i'm i'm a registered republican but i have to say that um our current president um he's he's not backing down and he's actually doing a lot of uh a lot of things right now um he's putting the heat on them yeah he's, he's not backing down and i don't know if it's him i don't know if it's our military i don't know if it's uh who it is but he's I'm, I'm kind of proud of him, actually. Yeah. You know, so I, I am. I'm thankful for that because he's. They are not. You know, between him, America, the UK, and NATO, they are not. They haven't given into one, one of Putin's demands. Yeah. Well, that's good, and that's exactly what the White House should be is should be doing is to to keep the peace and tranquility. And I'm glad you know they've got sanctions against him, and and I hope they keep hammering him hard and and. Uh, and he doesn't move into Ukraine, so that's that's good to well, hear that you guys are hearing yeah. that over there. He, um, the other day, I, I got some information where where uh, our president, our current administration, said, "Listen, we cannot come into Ukraine because we're not part of NATO. Right? You know, we can be right on the border, and we can." He says, 
he said, I can pro- we can provide the Ukrainian military with, with aerial stuff. We can provide them with intel. We can provide, you know, we can provide them with weapons. But because Ukraine isn't in NATO, um, it, it, they just, they will. And, and I understand where they're coming from. You know, how would you feel if you had a son in the military or a daughter and we're going to go to Ukraine to fight a battle against Russia you know, as, as, as America. That's I, right. I understand That's right. the United States position. We've done that um, one, now, we've done that way too many times before and we've gotten bitten for it. That's so. right. But I will say this because I will say this, people that do not think, and I've sent you some articles yeah. um, to read, but credible articles, but people who do not think that this situation here does not affect the rest of the world or affect the United States, they are sadly mistaken. You know, yeah. I've been reading and hearing, well, why why in the world are they worried about Ukraine when we have people coming across our borders each and every day illegally, you know, and, and um, you know, from, from Latin America? Well, that's true, but this is a whole different situation. You know, countries have atomic, you know, countries, the weapons they have now, they, they can destroy, it's different now. And, yeah. and that's, I don't agree with what's happening, but, Mexico doesn't have tanks on the border and missiles aimed at the United States. You're right. You're right. So it's and a little bit different situation. And, and world security as a whole affects all of us. If Putin was to do that, what's next? Yeah. What's and the next country? one of the sources you sent me um, was, was bring into the fact that he's doing this, Putin may be doing this to build alliance with China uh, in other countries that are against the United States, but yet the United States is uh, hyping it up through the media. So that you know, there's there's a lot of angles, like you said, there's a lot of angles to this that we may not be seeing right now. But there's a lot that P- Putin's no dummy. I'll say that he he's may have a lost very, his mother. He's a very intelligent um, strategist. Yes, and he's very well. Yes. Very well versed very in military man, operations very, as well. Very manipulated. Yes. Very manipulated. That's right. And and but I'm telling you where they've got him over a barrel. They he built this uh, Nordstrom gas line that that it couldn't come through Ukraine because they wouldn't allow it. Yeah. wouldn't allow it through their country. But he he built it under the ocean, uh, and it goes all the way to Germany. It hasn't been activated yet. It's finished. It's full of gas, and that particular uh, that particular source of energy will supply at least forty to fifty percent of gas to Germany and, and Europe. So that's that's what's made him the richest man in the world. And right. Powerful. What Joe Biden has said, and what the new there's a new person in Germany that took Angela Merkel's place. They met last week, and what they both said. Is that if he crosses into the border, you can you can forget that that deal is done. That will that will never that'll be a heap of metal. That'll right. never happen. Right, and that'd be now, a big that, that'd be a huge a hit, hit for him. Big hit for him. Absolutely, and so, and I'm sure that just makes his his head boil. Yeah, but I I believe so. Now what's happening? And I guess over there, I understand the fuel prices are going up, up, and up, and up. Oh, they are. Every barrel of if, 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 a, if a, 
of a barrel was $75 a barrel, and then it went up to 100 That just makes Putin richer. Yeah, I think so, we're close to $100 a barrel now. I think it was $93 right. last week, but we're, we're, we're approaching $100 a, a barrel now. So, so what's happened, and once again, I don't get into politics, but the very next day that our current administration took office, they killed the, the energy industry in the United States. Don't ask me why. Yeah. Don't, it doesn't make any sense, but that's what they did, which allowed Putin to control even more. And so what they've got to do, what they're doing, Europe including, included, is you know, they're coming up with you know, other energy sources. And the truth of the matter, America has tons of uh, energy that they could sell to Europe. Right. Um, so I think, I, think, I think through this whole um, you know, cluster that we're seeing is happening, it's bringing a lot of stuff to, to a head and, and gaining attention that, hey, you know, we can't, Europe's saying we can't depend on Russia for energy, you know. That's and, right. And may, maybe it'll change some policies in America as well because that's a great market for America to sell energy to Russia. Yeah. So that's got a lot, you know, a lot of it's just political. Now, do I think, personally, I don't think that Putin will do anything. Yeah. But I don't I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, who, who can read it? He could wake up. Like I told you earlier, you wake up on the wrong side of the bed tomorrow. Say, listen, we're going in. That's right. He certainly, he has certainly positioned himself strategically to to come in and take the city of uh, Kiev, which is the capital of Ukraine, with about half a million people. And what I'm reading, what I'm hearing, which who knows, is he wants to. That's what he wants to take and to instill his own government and. Um, that's probably where he would start. And right now, he's uh, Kiev is positioned about two and a half hours uh, south of the country of Belarus. And he has all his military troops, um, everything in Belarus, which the uh, current president of Belarus has allowed him to do. Before, he didn't allow him to do it. But I guarantee you, he's, he's probably giving him you know, a couple billion dollars and say, hey, let me be on your border. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, well, we'll have to see. You know, we'll have to sit back and see what happened. We'll keep the prayers. And I'm glad you guys are are only 30 miles from um, from Poland. In case you got to, yeah. in case you got to get out of there. That you said earlier that our wonderful U.S. embassy is closed today, but they'll be open tomorrow, so you can get the ball rolling. No, on no, that. no, 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 no. They're closed. They, he closed them down. They're finished. Oh, are the okay? So the U.S. Embassy in in they're done. Done. No, okay. I thought you were saying yeah. earlier it was just Sunday. So they're, they're closed. No, they, they. No, no, no. Sunday today they closed it permanently. Okay. And um, what they're saying is, if you have any any issues, you need to go to a neighboring country. Um, which, you know, that just I don't know. Anyhow, well, yeah, but the subject. but the blessing is you can you can get out of Ukraine if you need to Absolutely. without a problem. Yeah. So and you can I, yeah. I, I couldn't sit around and say, you know, what if, what if, what if. My, my first priority was to get to safety in case something happened. Well, and, which, and that's, yeah, and that's what I teach. You got to have a plan B. Always, always have a plan right. B. Hopefully you won't have to go to plan B. Hopefully you can go back home. Uh, yes, the, yes. The train ride back home in a couple of weeks, everything will be fine. And uh, yeah, that's that's what we're hoping and praying for. But it, yeah, you, you, you did the right thing. You got to have a plan B and that's moving your family to where you where you put them yesterday excellent absolutely yeah so uh, we um, we uh, appreciate you um, 
kind of getting the word out there and maybe um, hopefully something that uh, Tatiana said maybe would provide some clarity. Yeah, well, it's it's nice, audience. and I, th- I think the listeners are going to appreciate hearing from you and Tatiana because it's nice hearing somebody that's over there and has a pulse on it because the media uh, just, they can put any twist on it that they want, anything they want to do, and so it's a little bit, it's it's great hearing from people that are over there. Absolutely. All right, well, go wake up that baby. What, t- what time is it over there? It's 11, oh, is she? <laughs> it's 11 p.m. Oh, it's, it's 10 till 3 I'm in Virginia, so Eastern Daylight Time is 10 till 3, and it's what, 10 till 11 over there? Yeah, seven. there's seven hours difference. Yeah. And um, so we'll uh, we'll be getting ready for bed here in a little bit, and then we're going to uh, get up in the morning and uh, go do breakfast, and then we'll call the embassy. The, the embassy still has their, their hotline for emergencies. Yeah. So we'll call them and say, all right, you know, this is what's, you know, this is what's happened. What do we need to do? I mean, I'd still, I'm still going to be pressing very hard to get this uh, visa approved. Um, right. You know, it would. You know, since we're since we've gotten so close, but um, so that's our task tomorrow. But we're safe, and um, whatever happens, happens, and we we'll, we have a plan B, like you said. Yeah. And, um, well, if know, push comes we'll to shove, okay. if push comes to shove, get a ticket to Mexico. I'll meet you in Texas and get you back to get you back to Daytona Beach because we, we uh, <laughs> if they, um, yeah, it may come to that. We met, we know crossing the border down there is easy, no problem it's at all. Very easy, yeah, very easy. All right, Kurt, I appreciate your time. It was great, great talking to you. And we'll, thank, we're going to keep, you, we're going to continue to pray for you guys for your safety and for the safety of Ukraine. Thank, thank you very much. We appreciate. All it. right, take care. Well, there you have it. Maybe that gave you a little bit of a different idea on what's going on over there. Kurt and I talked off air prior to doing this. We didn't want to get really into politics. We kind of just wanted to give you an idea from him and Tatiana and their backgrounds, where they were born, what they've been doing, on what the feel is over there. So not a lot of political stuff, not a lot of questioning. It's just uh, kind of giving you a feel on, on what the the mood is over there and what's going on over there. I hope you enjoyed that. And um, next week, tune in because I've got a girl that was uh, born and raised in Romania. And she's going to actually be in the studio uh, in one week from today, today's the 13th, February 13th, 2022, and she'll be in talking about something similar, but we're going to kind of shift gears and talk about some things that she knows about. So hope you enjoyed that. Stay tuned. Please subscribe to my active listing podcast. Uh, you can go through it also through my web website, uh, T4 Tactics. And remember, reduce injuries, save lives. Stay safe, everyone. Take care.